Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A thousand miles per hour, Alice Shattuck. A thousand miles per hour. Life what a, has been crazy this week. It is, uh, yes. So we woke up this morning in, in northern Vermont, and we got up and uh, and we took the kids uh, swimming, and then we took the kids uh, hiking. hiking and swimming, and it was beautiful, and then drove uh, down here and had to get mm-hmm. uh, miss some traffic, and so then tried to go to Market Basket to buy our recommended foods for our not- diet but new lifestyle and uh couldn't find them so it's it's been just a blur and now we're right here and alice is going out tonight ladies night alice going With out the tonight. conservative ladies yes indeed yeah so if you guys are up in the seaport district look for uh three <laughs> chicks uh, who seem to be of means alice makes a lot of money now and i don't uh, know that and, that's necessarily yes true. and so there you go guys these are two uh, alice you're not single right i'm not single. you don't consider no. yourself single. no so that's good um but there's two other ladies your wingmen or mm-hmm. your whatever who are Both single. So there you go. Conservative, yes, indeed. So there you go. We'll see him. See him go to Markey's or uh, the other place there up there by the uh, water. Browns? Just sling Is them the drinks. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Uh, so if, I guess we should start off because we did during our eighteen-hour road trip. We did listen to a lot of the Sunday shows. And right now, there seems to be a lot of Democrats just thrilled that they've got good news. They've had good news for a couple of weeks now. For them, it's good news. Uh, I don't know how much good news there actually is. Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, or sorry, the Climate and uh, whatever, Nobility Bill, whatever they call it now, uh, right. has passed. And, and, you know, it's just a throwaway. It's a giveaway. to the. But they are, the news is thrilled too because they get to now concentrate on Lake Mead, which is the thing of the thing. Now and then, show us how we really need to take climate action because this is really this is so it's so funny because there's no reason to believe that anything we do at all will make Lake Mead better or make fewer hurricanes or me. There's no reason to think that any of that is true. It's just simply a bunch of theories based on projections. Like it could, 
Right, do you think? Well, right. And even so, like right now, obviously, the big climate change news right now is that we're in a drought. So, of course, like all the nice liberals around here are like complaining about everybody whose lawns still look nice because yes. it means they must be watering more than they're supposed to, et cetera, et cetera. And they're very mad. And um, so the whole thing, because we're in historic drought. Don't you realize we're in historic drought? We're going to be seeing more and more of this in the coming years if we don't change our ways, et cetera. Right. And a, a bunch of the Sunday shows had a big segment on this stuff with the Colorado River. They're cracking down on water use from that because of the historic drought and all this stuff. But there's no like you're saying, there's no evidence that anything, you know, that we do with the plastic bags or the styrofoam containers or not using straws or whatever else it is that we're supposed to not do, not drive our cars as much. We're supposed to all buy electric cars. We're supposed to have $7 a gallon gas, all this stuff. Like, there's no reason to believe that any of that would make the rain come. Like, we're essentially just being a weird, you know, pre-modern tribe that's like, you know what? If we do the right rain dance, the rain will just magically come. If we make the right sacrifice to the climate gods, then magically it will all happen. I mean, like, even if you say human activity is altering the environment, which, like, of course of course it is. I, I don't see how it couldn't be. We're, there's too many of us. We're too all over the planet. Like, I'm sure that we impact the climate and the ecosystem in various ways that we cannot predict because it's complicated out there and stuff we do has, you know, a ripple effect around us, right? So, you know, a- acknowledging that stuff we do impacts the environment, it's not clear to me that, you know... It, not driving our car as much is going to reverse that process. You can't, once you spill the milk, you can't put the milk back in the jug by tilting it back upwards. It doesn't flow back up into the jug. Like you can't reverse the process that way. So it's not clear to me that that's like what's going to actually fix the the problem, right? So, but you know, it makes them feel good, right? That's the point is like if we all just sacrifice a little bit you know i saw some post by uh, what's her name the swedish kid uh greta thunberg oh wait, so i'm looking at me in the video i'm trying to see if I, my face looks thinner does it look thinner i think your face does look thinner does honey look thinner? I definitely you guys looking in the video do. does it look a little thinner i think um, it looks a little thinner good well now you see the video too is that why you looked all distracted over there you always yeah, but, yell at me for being distracted well, because by I'm trying my to computer see if my face the, looks thinner <laughs> yeah. in the video i think you look much thinner sweetie thank you just to reiterate, again, at his my- first weigh-in, Tom lost nine pounds. Which is a record, by the way. World record. So, I mean... Can you just put the camera on me? I want to see if it looks if I look skinny. It'll switch to just you. It's on a switcher. So what's, so all, this, just what's all these uh, comments going on? There's all kinds of people commenting. Julian this Phil, is what hi I guys, happy to- Sunday. That's today? It's not yes, today. It's yes, today? Yes, I replied to them. I said hi. I said... Getting That's ready to Phil, stream. Happy Sunday. Phil, who I Pearl Harbored me recently. Mm-hmm. And, and Julie ju- calls us too. <clears throat> Julie, who reached out to me about Oasis. That was Julie, right? Or is that mm-hmm. not Julie? Was that Julie? Um, about I feel the like band that might have been somebody else. What was it? Okay. Um, okay. And Speaking if, of which, Oasis. Hey, this is John Stewart, the great John Stewart. Oh, this mm-hmm. is great, Alice. Trish, hi, Trish. Speaking of which, by the way, um, oh, House of Dragons. Oh, that's is that tonight. Those I guess that's the I don't premiere. Watch that. I don't watch that stuff. I, I don't like it. Alice loves it. Um. So apparently, uh, Alice is this is GOT the, because of the terrible finale. 
Alice's off Game of Thrones because off of the Game- terrible finale. Oh, so you wrote that. Okay. Yes. Too dark for It is too dark for me. They were like killing infants and wanted You guys, Game of Thrones people are sick, but that's fine. But you know, I, there's a chance I'd watch it. So I don't, I've heard this. See, John of- Stewart says you're definitely thinner. And Trish said also you John? actually do look thinner. See? Thank you. Thank you. See? You see? He says Kirk won't be able to call you a fathead anymore soon. That's exactly right. There was another vicious shot at me, by the way, on their dishonest uh, show. I know. Just can you imagine that they did a spe- they went to a studio. God knows what part of the el- armpit of the country they're in. They found a studio, rented the studio, just used the studio, and still took time out to 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 disparage and broadside attack me. I was vicious bastards. Let me tell you a little something about Kirk Seamus Minahan. Okay, honey. He is, and Tommy, uh, t- I'm I'm going to ask you to use the earmuffs for this. He is a Bill Ricca trash who crawled what? into Winchester. Yes, he, not Tommy, but Minahan is. Who crawled Who's into Tommy? Winchester. To- don't we have a Tommy from Bill Ricca? Danny is oh, Danny, Bill I'm sorry, Danny. I'm Danny, I'm sorry. My, I have stroked out. <laughs> Minahan crawled in. Bill Ricca trash through from Bill Ricca through Woburn, schlepped through um, uh, th- through Montfail Avenue and schlepped mm-hmm. across Winchester right into the Nouveau Riche section. It's BS. He did nothing to earn having been in Winchester. He immediately gets ensconced uh, because his dad was essentially gaming the stock market for years. Gets ensconced into the nice part of town. Where he claims to not even know. He claims that he's never even been to my part of Winchester, which is the real part of Winchester, which is Winchester, Stoneham, Stoneham, whatever. And then, and then, and then lives that life of the life of uh, Rolls Royces, etc. So that's what you get right mm-hmm. there. And he's off, so he won't know this for the yes. next two weeks. So yes, we're a he's very a, yes. Although Tom is a very waspy, high class brand of impoverished right now. Exactly. I but I grew up hard scrabble part of Winchester. <laughs> Let the record show that. And in meanwhile, Minahan totally, totally fraudulently scrapped scraped himself there. I can uh-huh. I have all your Minahan information, by the way. I've been doing my own intel on him as well. Um Is this gonna be the new season of the case by Tom Shattuck? That's exactly right. Mine's on him. His is on Dr. Dan. Mine's on him. Exactly. Um but um but all of these people. Minahan? Rich section of town in Wisconsin. There, Mark Arco Bloom, who's on Fox Twenty Five. Rich section of town. Pete Gustin. Good rich for them. Section of town. All the Good rich section. Good for them. All they're all from the New Resentment Bowie doesn't section become of, yeah. Of, yes, it does, Alice. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, all of them in the the, the Olympian. Rich section of town. Betty what Davis Olympian? lived in Winchester what briefly. Olympian? Rich section of town. Um, what about all of uh, Whitey Bulger's victims and compatriots? That's Kurt's section. That's the Nouveau Riche <laughs> section. He, the guy who just whacked Whitey Bulger, the, the kid. He's for, basically Kirk's neighbor? He was Kirk's best friend in Winchester High School. Yes, That's they're not all true. From the, yes, he is. He was from His friend, but I know he was from Winchester High School. They but. were peas in a pod. I'll just okay, say that I have moles. Right. I have moles around town. Okay. Okay. So there we go. Uh, all right. So thank you very much. I, it's not like I had to... Claw for those compliments whatsoever, Alice, or draw them out of people, or. Well, Julie and Phil asked if it's you or a blade of grass over on the left side of the screen. See? And that's a valid question. You see, thank you very much, everybody. Um, all right, so I mean, with the politics stuff, I'm done with the Liz Cheney stuff. I don't care about her. I, I know she's doing her thing. The fact that she says, the moment you say that that Trump, um you know, sent an armed mob to the Capitol, you're done. That's what it's done. It's like people who use the big lie or whatever. You're done. 
There was no armed mob. You think Americans, especially that crowd, couldn't have figured out how to arm themselves? You don't think they had oh, yeah. guns all over the place? There was nobody really armed. There was one guy with a gun outside. No, there was no... An armed mob is an armed mob, and that wasn't it, okay? It was a mob, no doubt about that. And they were and not great, but it was not a, it was not that. Um, um, as far as you know, other things going on. <laughs> I just heard one thing is interesting. The the Democrats do have the because of January sixth and because of the Trump stuff post election, they they do have an advantage because. Republicans have to be cagey, and people see caginess, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm." My weasel alarms go off a little bit, but Republicans have to be cagey, right? I mean, there are, there's no, there is no dishonor in being a Trump supporter, and there's 71 million of them. So, what are you going to just say, throw them all away? You know, that's what like Liz Cheney was talking about: election deniers and believers of deniers. Like, shut up, man. You can't. But like, yeah, Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire, was right. on Fox. Um, did you hear any of it? The Fox. Uh, I heard you listening to it, but I wasn't. Oh, Fox News Sunday. At that moment. Mm-hmm. Um. And um. And um. By the way, that Minahan trash is only for him, as in Bill Ricker trash. I respect Bill Ricker. I love it. I have ties there myself, obviously. Yeah, we have actually relatives who listen to this show. Oh, who damn it! Own <laughs> Bill Ricker. That's right. You guys, well, they know they're exempted from that. This is a this is a surgical attack against one person who's probably not around uh, to listen. Well, you should be careful who you catch in your friendly fire. No, there. no, no. Well, they know. I mean, um. So, but Chris Anunu, I mean, he is absolutely, he is absolutely running for president in twenty twenty. Isn't everybody? Yeah, but he was on Fox had him on for about eighteen minutes today, uh-huh. and he is gusto. Like they interviewed him, it was uh, Brian Kill Me, whatever so mm-hmm. brought him in. Bill Hammer brought him in. He's like, "What's up, brother?" He's oh, like, he is going. Everybody's trying to do the same thing. Uh, try to be extremely alpha, mm-hmm. extremely um, positive and hyped up. And there's all there's some whistling past the graveyard because like they don't want to embrace the Trump thing. They want to say that it's very tough for these for these Republicans. They don't want to dismiss outright the Trump, uh, the the uh, classified material situation as being serious. At the same right. time, they are all saying it's highly inappropriate for the Biden presidency for Biden to be checking out a a uh, a, a political opponent. And it's just funny to watch. It's almost everybody's... It's like they've all got the same consultant, which is, you know, they had the same consultant in 2016, too. I like Kristen Nunu just fine. Um, you know, I kind of wish that he'd run for Senate, but maybe they'll... Maybe the, the, whoever will beat... Uh, uh, who's... who's uh, Hassan? Hassan? Hassan, yeah. yeah up there, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a, he's an interesting guy, and I, and I like that. And I like the idea that he's... That he, he slammed, you know, they've, they've been talking about today, the CDC has talked about how we need to do things differently. It's like, we need to do things differently. Anybody who was anywhere that had to, was any part of telling people that it was in the interest of public health to go out and celebrate George Floyd, it, they all need to be fired. And that whatever did that needs to be liquidated and melted down. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to make some changes. Yeah, first fire you and then everybody else. Like, if the, if the CDC can't protect from pandemics because we're a first world country, and I understand that that maybe it seems like there's a lot of uh, 
privilege at work there, but there is. The whole idea of us have spending a lot of money on wars to put our side over the top and on missiles so that we can annihilate our enemies and us being expanded in, in through the world and to, for us spending billions and trillions of dollars on, on our bureaucracy is because we don't want to be people who have to worry about pangolins. <laughs> and until t two and a half years ago, if you said everybody would be wearing masks, you'd say, what? No, we're not. this is America. We don't wear masks. Sorry, that happens in Taipei. It does. I'm sorry about that. It's not doesn't happen here. Well, right. And I mean, Chris Anunu has not been great on the pandemic in terms of, you know, restrictions and stuff like better than Massachusetts mm -hmm. marginally. But it's not Florida or Texas up here no, in no. any of the states. No. And I mean, much to the disappointment of a lot of people that I personally know who like look to New Hampshire from Massachusetts for having, you know, more and better freedoms. And it certainly in New Hampshire was better than in Massachusetts. Like, I will give it that. Uh, for squish New England Republican mm -hmm. governors, you know, Sununu definitely was better than Baker on pandemic performance, which makes sense because his state is a tiny bit more purple. But realistically, like, he, he's still been way more restrictive than other parts of the country. And, like, and I mean, people notice that and remember, and it's not So going let me ask to, you a question, yeah. and, and I should have asked Michael Graham about this, because I remember us talking about while it was happening. Why do you think that was? Uh, I think, I mean, I think New Hampshire is just a lot more blue than it used to be, hmm. among other things. I, I just, uh, you know, I think that the New England states kind of, we're moving in sync a little bit and it's it is very it was very mm -hmm. like pandemic cautious in new england you know and part of that also was the factor of the fact that um you know massachusetts was hit really hard in that first initial wave like nowhere has been hit again in the pandemic through all the subsequent waves as like massachusetts new york connecticut new jersey were in that first mm -hmm. batch and it really I mean, yes, in terms of like when you look at it in the spike, in terms of the later spikes, it does. It's not as high, but that's because it was really just concentrated in those tiny areas. The like deaths per capita in those states during that time, in large part because of the nursing home issues that they had um, where they were putting COVID positive people back into nursing homes. You know, not being mindful of the fact that the elderly have a massively, massively overinflated risk of COVID. Uh, th that really just killed massive numbers of people. I remember reading a statistic sometime like after it was like even it was in 2020 at some point and I'm going to get it not quite right. But like all those states had like an insane percentage of nursing home residents died. I think New Jersey was like over 10 percent. I think it was like 11 percent of the nursing home residents in New Jersey were dead at the end of that first wave. It was crazy. You know, not percent of people in the nursing homes who got COVID, but like percent of people actually in the nursing homes. And the incredible lack of of care taken for people in the nursing homes. I mean, we've all always known that nursing homes are like terrible hellholes, but I mean, the pandemic really, really brought it into relief. And these northeastern states, I think, got scared off COVID early because they really did have the death early on mm -hmm. uh, in ways that other states never saw or was spread out in those states over a much longer period of time. You know, age adjusted because Florida has a big elderly population age adjusted. Florida did better. Right. So the 
that initial wave that killed off so many people in nursing homes in the Northeast really, I think, put the scare into a lot of people in the New England area. And I mean, like our COVID restrictions were ridiculous. Even into 2021, spring of 2021, I was at the Little League baseball field not wearing a mask and getting dirty looks because we were still all supposed to be wearing them outside, away from other people outside at the Little League baseball field watching our kids play. You know, not like coaching the kids going up and talking to them, but like me standing by myself off by the fence was getting dirty looks because I didn't have a mask on. It really was just you know, absurd. And that was the rule in our state at that time. It, you know, we had it absolutely ridiculous. New Hampshire was like a shade better. Certainly there was like less compliance. Like if you went up to the New Hampshire market baskets, um, there were fewer people wearing masks. But I can tell you, like when we were in Connecticut earlier this week, because that's where we started the week this week was in Connecticut. Um, you know, we there were a lot of people wearing masks in stores and stuff. I can't believe how many people are still wearing masks. I have little to no confidence that the schools will get very far into the year without requiring masks again. I mean, like, do you do you think they're going to make the kids put them back on? I feel like they are. Oh, God, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. Enough. I mean, for frig's sake. on. Fr- I'd rather just die than wear the mask. Just, just kill me. All I right? mean, even like when they first allowed people to not wear the masks in school in Massachusetts, a bunch of people like went on social media and begged other people to continue mm-hmm. to wear them to be nice. And a bunch of people said they would like, oh, it's fine. Like, Remember, they said, you know, wear them because I have do- a person at home who's immune compromised. Right. You have to all wear masks right. because and so so then we found out that the that, that the mask and the other stuff doesn't really do anything, but still what? it's this is about this is a site we can never again It's like the climate change plug thing. it's like a PBX operator. We can't plug in a pandemic or a national emergency ever again into the fragile psyche of Americans because we're a fragile people apparently. And we were hysterical when we shouldn't have been. And it started out like fairly funny. We all watched uh, Tiger King together, but half the country just their lost minds, their minds. Yep, went nuts. And and what's so funny to me is it's the exact same people who spent the month leading up to when they went nuts telling us we shouldn't be afraid of COVID and that it was just Trump's xenophobia and it wasn't a real risk and we should all shut up because Trump was so xenophobic and it was our Asian hate that was causing uh, Trump to say this about COVID and it wasn't even spreading person to person and it wasn't a real risk. Remember that? That was the exact same people who then are going to turn around and tell us that we're still in a pandemic. It's not over. I mean, even the CDC has now tried to walk back the messaging and say, like, we're now in an endemic. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Phase. Like, we're not going to all need to do masks now. Like, we don't need to have vaccine mandates now. There's still colleges out here demanding that kids have tons of these vaccines. There's still people getting fired from jobs for not having boosters. I see these posts in Facebook groups all the time. People asking for like legal help because they're not up to date with all their boosters and their job is going to fire them if they don't get a shot, both shots and two boosters. Like it's and we know now that especially with these newer variants, people who are vaccinated are just as likely to get it pretty much as people who aren't. And they still spread it like we know this is happening. And I don't understand why, like why we're still doing these policies. I mean, I guess it's the same thing we were talking about before that, you know, we need to like control Z2020 because the whole thing is, you know, it, it's done now. We don't need to keep all the same policies, but there still are places firing people for not having enough COVID shots. There still are colleges requiring students to mask in class. It's just insanity. Like some people just aren't going to be okay, and they're mad at the CDC for like quote giving up. Well, I mean, but but it is ridiculous that this. Uh, you're right, and that's and obviously those people are are too far gone. But I mean, Trish CDC's- says in the chat she's not allowed to enter her employer's office buildings right now because she's not vaccinated enough or whatever. <sighs> It's insanity. And if you are fully vaccinated and want to attend a small outdoor gathering with people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated or dine at an outdoor restaurant with friends from multiple households, the science shows if you are vaccinated, you can do so safely unmasked. On the CDC <laughs> website, we have... That was April of 2021. So that changed again. ...posted examples of numerous outdoor activities that are safe to do without a mask if you are fully vaccinated. People are much safer when they're wearing those masks indoors, as indicated by the, the green on the right side of that graphic. And right now, it's very hard to, uh, to tease that's apart not, who's vaccinated, true. where they are in the vaccination. So it's not just to protect themselves, but largely to protect others and really to protect the unvaccinated. The, the science now is in, and there is no difference between... Dude, Jill Biden just got over testing positive right. for COVID after her quadruple vaccinated husband had tested positive for covid right. and isolated himself with super masks on all the time for days and days testing every day and she still managed to get it from him i'm asking you to just hold on a little longer to get vaccinated when you can so that all of those people that we all love will still be here when this pandemic ends why is she the one heading up the review? She needs to go immediately. Yeah, the when money I first started at CDC about two months ago. I made a promise to you. I would tell you the truth, even if it was not the news we wanted to hear. Now is one of those times when I have to share the truth and I have to hope and trust you will listen. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to. That is the director of the Centers for mm-hmm. Disease Control saying she has a feeling of impending. Why are we hearing about her feeling of impending doom? Why is this something for her psychologist or for us? So much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope. These people. So right now I'm scared. 
Right now I'm scared. Well, that's fine. Just go be scared and quit. From FDA and recommendations from CDC, we will be working to scale up pediatric vaccination. That said, it will take some time. And as I just noted, as we head into these winter months, we know we cannot be complacent. We also know that um, from previous data that that schools that have had masks in place were three and a half times less likely to have school outbreaks requiring. That was profoundly disproven. Yeah, that By study was total garbage. Yes. School closure. So right now we are going to continue to um, recommend masks in all schools for all um, people in those schools. And we will look forward to scaling up pediatric vaccination during this period of time. Go to hell. Absolutely. Incredibly. Incredibly. Uh, thank you guys for doing this again, as always. I have one other question, but given what the director just said, I guess I want to follow up a little bit and ask... If I heard you correctly, you said you're, you're concerned about impending doom. What is it that you saw in the data that is causing you to, to sort of start to feel this way again? When we were stagnating at around 40 to 50,000 cases a day for a couple of weeks there, um, we didn't see trends going down anymore, but things were sort of holding steady. What we've seen um, over the last week or so is a steady rise in cases. We're now in the 60 to 70,000 range. And when we see that up... To- what a leader, by the way. How do you want your pilot to come back and say, I've been pending doom? Just have a feeling. Oh, good. Taking cases, what we have seen before is that things really have a tendency to surge um, and surge big. Um, we know that cases sometimes can be in a week or two behind the behaviors that lead to those cases, the mixing that leads to those cases. Um, we know that travel is up, and I just worry that we will see the surges that we saw over the summer and over the winter again. That is the CDC trying to use, she's going to lose the script, trying to use scare tactics to manipulate behavior. Right. They should They should have no part in any of that stuff. They should be automatrons. That's it. Talk about agencies that need defunding. Frig yes. <laughs> and it, well, not on that, but the mission creep. Generally, the word gun for those who are worried about research in this area is followed by the word control. And that's not what I want to do here. I'm not here about gun control. I'm here about preventing gun violence and gun death. Oh. Is that a disease? Well, that's the next thing, of course, <laughs> that they're going to be doing. And climate change and race. Mm-hmm. Of course, because it's not political. Those are just health issues, obviously. So, you know, that's that's where we are. Meanwhile, is everybody overdosing from fentanyl everywhere a health issue? Well, you would think is the massive mental right. health crisis a health issue right. that they should be worried about, or are we only worried about right. health issues that are also political hobby horses for the left? Right. And it, it, by the way, if we're talking about fentanyl and the health issue, it, shouldn't the border be fair to talk about? Shouldn't that be a thing? Mm-mm. No. Freaking no border. remarkable. As a Rem- matter of fact, caring about the border is a health issue. Right. That's right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, wearing a hat that says, let's go, Brandon, is a health issue yeah. that needs addressing, too. Did you see this thing where this like Twitter blue check... Um, was upset that somebody at the airport who just like a baggage handler was wearing a let's go Brandon hat. Oh no. This guy, his name is on Twitter is Christian Damiana. Mm -hmm. He's the commissioner for ANC 3D American university, BA MPA, a Connecticut Yankee living in the 51st state. He, him. So he lives in DC. I don't know what he is exactly, but so he tweeted at American air. 
today. Very disappointed to see it at American Air crew employee wearing a Let's Go Brandon hat that says FJB on the side, no less, at work. Does this match your values? Christ. Congrats, party of the people trying to get baggage handlers freaking fired from their jobs to because you don't like the, who they like for president. Right. I mean, I mean are that you said serious? he probably should not be wearing a, a I assume they, they're not supposed to be wearing hats to talk about political stuff. Well, would anybody dare say anything if it were like a Black Lives Matter hat? Uh, no. So, I mean, like, I, it. the guy's not really, he's not the stewardess. But you know what the thing is, is that this guy who's tweeting. Right. At this point, we're, him. at this point, we should be um, thankful that the baggage handlers are showing up for work. <laughs> no uh, kidding. Because a lot of people aren't. And, you know, maybe we want to keep those people around so maybe we don't rat everybody out. Well, rats are terrible. That's a, that's a, that's a, the main thing. If you're, if you hang out with a bunch of people who are rats, then you're terrible. Well, yeah. And if you're tweeting, publicly tweeting to like publicly shame people who are working class employees of huge corporations in order to get them in trouble, like seek help. Talk about privileged behavior. Mr. Rainbow Flag, he, him, and his Twitter profile is going, who lives and works in D.C., one of the most expensive places in the country, and I don't know, probably has not done a lot of work with his hands recently, is trying to get, like, working people fired? What psychotic behavior is that? What crazy behavior? If you have such a big problem and you're such a tough guy, why don't you go to them and say, like, you know, I think that... You know, seeing that in the workplace, like, really bothers me. Or, like, let the guy's boss tell him, what's the problem? Say something there or go away. Why do you need to publicly tweet it at the company? Correct. Jennifer Granholm today on Fox. And really, you could make the same argument we were talking about tax breaks for adding solar panels, energy efficient windows, appliances, heat pumps. You know, what do you say to the families who simply can't afford this stuff in the first place? Well, number one, for your home, yes, there are significant incentives in this bill, which is great to reduce people's energy costs on a monthly basis. So if you are low income, you can get your home entirely weatherized through the expansion from the bipartisan infrastructure law, a significant expansion. You don't have to pay for anything. If you want uh, heat pumps, insulation, new windows, that is covered. If you are moderate income, today you can get 30% off the price of solar panels. Those solar panels can be financed, so you don't have to have the big outlay at the front. And when they're financed, they're financed in a way that reduces your energy bill, even though you have solar panels. With this 30% off, it's a significant incentive. Same thing with, if if you don't qualify for the weatherization program, you will be able to, starting next year, get rebates on the, the appliances and equipment that will help you reduce your monthly energy bill by up to 30 percent this is all about reducing costs for people and yet that's one way to put it right so buy electric cars buy and solarize everything right now if you have the money dumps a bunch of more money into the economy for fake stuff in order to juice inflation more so congrats everyone because 
you know, everything that they do that involves dumping more money into the economy for people to go out and buy stuff, which that's what solar panels are. It's stuff that you're buying. You're paying for people's labor and materials to put buy new stuff for your house. And even if it like reduces your electric bill, now you have more money to spend on other stuff. What does that do? That drives up inflation more. Like the, everything that they do, it drives up inflation. So call it, that's why all the news people are done calling it the Inflation Reduction Act mm-hmm. too. They're done talking about that because they all know now at this point that it's going to do nothing to reduce inflation. If anything, it will make it worse. But, you know, this is why they're all optimistic. They're optimistic because they, quote, got something done, which in Washington speak means they found a new way to make your life worse. They got something done. They all pulled together and through the pe- their powers combined, they found a way to make sure that uh, we could actually like suffer a little bit more and get a little bit uh less money in our pocket that's thank you everyone we're gonna they're gonna send some irs agents after us and make prices go up even more so you know that's number one that they're optimistic about that number two they have a few key senate races where they're doing better than they were hoping to do i still think like all is not lost in these senate races a lot can still happen between now and election day the republicans are almost certainly at this point going to take the house i would say uh the senate is more in question the dems could pick up seats there part of that's just a function of which seats are up well this week then biden's going to do student debt relief That's going to piss people off. To be uh, I would say so. You. Nina Turner, who's some kind of activist, whatever, she has 551,000 followers on Twitter. Thought leader, activist, senior fellow, race uh-huh. power voter, uh-huh. says, FYI, student debt cancellation isn't paid for by the taxpayers. The federal government is a lender. Who exactly do they think finances no. the federal that, government? To me, well, to me, that is, if you are, there's nothing more you can do in this country to spark a civil war than reward the haves by paying by making the have nots pay for them right that's why they need all those irs agencies because they're about to forgive everybody's student debt oh i have more things i want to talk about but i guess we should do the chat chat and then take it over to just our patreon listeners all right here we go what uh no i just i'm it's it's, nothing i feel i'm good no uh, no no uh, no uh. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Steve. Hi, Steve. One thing you left out when you were playing those clips of Marr and Ben Affleck and Sam Harris mm-hmm. is that Ben Affleck was faced. Oh, right. You can see he? it. He was drunk on the air, and that's one of the reasons why he was so out of control, angry. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. You know, I, did you know that? Remember Project Greenlight came out? Do you remember that? It came yeah. out in the late 90s or early 2000s, but uh, it was a thing where you could write a screenplay like they did for Google Hunting, mm-hmm. and, whatever, and you submitted your screenplay, and and if they liked it, they'd make your movie. But anyway, Affleck was, was bleep-faced in most of that, too. But not, like, fun-loving. He was, like, arrogant jerk. Uh, he seems like the type of person, not to stereotype, yeah. but who would be an angry, drunk person. Yeah. By the way, uh, your husband and my uh, co-writer submitted our screenplay, which I wrote, in, in, mm-hmm. which we wrote in, like, yeah. 1998, and it did not get there. Yeah. Now, Brad Pitt, for uh, example. What, what happened? What? You moved right off of me? I wrote How a did screenplay. your screenplay do, honey, in Project Greenlight? It didn't Greenlight. fare well. We, okay. We, we, 
sent it to the uh, Massachusetts Screenwriters Contest, too. And actually, it got in, like, to the second round of whatever that thing was. And one of the comments was, the both, um, both authors seem to be rather misogynistic. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Can I say you know what, what I was going to say with, about with Brad the, Pitt, though? Go ahead. Um, because did you see the stuff Angelina Jolie alleged about him? No. In their, like, custody battle or whatever it is mm-hmm. they're doing? Um, is that, and I actually, like, first of all, I don't believe that this really necessarily happened in exactly this way, but, like, honestly, the grain of truth that might be in it, I kind of, I find kind of entertaining, because basically, when they were, like, flying private with all their 75 kids, uh, and stuff, she said he, like, got drunk and yelled at them all, and then he said that, um, one of her kids was um, dressed like a Columbine kid and that she was ruining the family, which I thought was kind of like, I was like, that sounds like that could actually be plausible. Like, it's totally plausible to me that their kid could be dressed like a Columbine kid and that, like, she could totally be ruining the family with her sort of, like, because she's a little crazy, for sure. Remember, um, wasn't it when she was with, like, Billy Bob Thornton? Didn't Mm -hmm. they, like, have vials of each other's blood and stuff? They were, like, creepy. Yes. So she totally has like a weird dark gothy side or something. I don't know. I could totally see that. But but yeah, but I don't see Brad Pitt as being like potentially a like angry drunk person necessarily so much. Do you? As like Ben Affleck? No, I'm all for him on what he said, by the way. I'm all for that. Get no problem. Hey, Alice, it's Mike from Newton. Hi, Mike. Um, I... I can't believe Tom just brought the show right into the gutter, suggesting that you should be naked on OnlyFans, beating him. Disgusting. I'm just disgusted by it. Although, I would pay $5.99 a month. Sorry. Alice? Mm-mm. Yes. Not happening. Alice, Not happening. for the family. No. You have to feed the family. You're naked anyway. Absolutely. This is, God made you like this. <laughs> Alice, I'm going to ask you to reconsider. What do you mean I'm naked anyway? You know what, Mike? I will... No. I will... Thomas, no. I will leak no. photos. I will make this happen. I believe happen. that's illegal. We'll make this happen. I believe Not that's illegal. Not if you're married. It's hey, well, still what's illegal. going on? I got some uh, fan... Uh, some ideas for your OnlyFans videos. Fully clothed, uh, remember? Uh, one could be uh, Tom in a mock... Um, uh, studio where he's uh, pretending to do a radio show and then repo mints slowly <laughs> take stuff out of the room, including the mic. That's not uh, another. That is that's great. actually yeah. Like we could do that probably without having to do yeah. any production. That could happen. That's a good one though. <laughs> one is um, <clears throat> um, another idea is uh, Tom is in a stockade while somebody eats a uh, Arby's beef and cheddar in front of him. Oh. Um, another Ugh. one could be, um, um, uh, you take a battery and hook it up to, um, Tom's, uh, nipple rings, <laughs> Alice. Um, okay. Just let me know what you think of those ideas. Oh man. What a kill for a beef and cheddar. Alice and I were having major hallucinations about <laughs> wanting to sink our chompers into a Big Mac today. Oh my goodness. Like, uh, when I... I was younger when I seen like a bigger guy with a, a cute girl. I always mm-hmm. thought, oh, they they must be really in love. You know, mm-hmm. he must have one hell of a sense of humor. But as I've gotten so older, uh, I'm like either of uh, two mindsets. Um, either um, he uh, he's got money or uh, he's got dirt on her. 
Yes. Uh, so, Alice, uh, what dirt does um, Tom have on you? Well, All right, bye. V- Venmo me, and we will be. No. Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I happen yes. to like Tom a lot. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, I do. So, though. actually, we're almost like out of time. That. Let me just play one more, and we'll get to the rest tomorrow, okay? Okay. Hold on, hold on. It's my bike. Hold on. I'm excited about the vacation. Riding around new areas. I'm so happy and giddy. You're not getting, you're not coming with us. I'm sorry about that. We're not, uh, you know, the bike has been semi-retired because I was accosted by a gentleman who wanted to know if I needed medical help. That's all all Thank you so much, everybody, for listening today. By the way, you should know, everybody, so what we're going to do is probably throw together some highlight interviews um, that we've had had in the last couple of years um, and do a couple of like best ofs for the vacation and some fresh from fresh content in there as well as mm-hmm. well maybe a couple of shows but vacation officially starts for us on uh, Sunday so we're not next Sunday we don't plan on having a show we might throw one of those fakies up there or it's not a fakie there'll be some new stuff but like kind like of like a best of or something a retrospective a thoughtful mm-hmm. retrospective Uh, If you are listening slash watching on Patreon, please stay right there. We will be right back to do the patrons only show after we get through these credits. If you want to be a part of our Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can always email us for free. uh, Burn barrel podcast at gmail.com. Just a little perk we throw in there for free for everybody or visit us at burn barrel podcast.com. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.